Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. I'm your host, the Chancellor, Pastor Marcus. All right, everybody, we have a rare treat today. We are joined in the student union with the social media overlord of the LCMS. Count, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Count Slayton. Peter Slayton, great to have you with us today in the Student Union. It's great to grace you with my presence, <laughs> Pastor Zill. <laughs> yes, All right, please, I am but a subject. Call me Marcus. All right. Anyway, so great to have you with us today. And uh, for the sake of those that, uh, I mean, don't realize that your official title is not yet Count Slayton or Overlord, but we're working on it, trying to have a little fun working within LCMS, Inc. Tell everybody what your position it's, is. What is a it? title to grow into, there. you know, something to aspire towards. There there you go. You know, why, why dream small, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. If you don't have big dreams, you're never going to go anywhere. So tell everybody, not everybody that listens has any idea what we're talking about. You really are blazing some new frontiers here. We have never had, you know, CFW Walther didn't have a social media overlord. And this is kind of a new thing. Tell us about your position a little bit and how long you've been on the job and what kind of stuff do you actually do? Well, my official real title is the social media manager for the uh, Lutheran Church Missouri Senate and basically I herd cats and handle trolls okay is one way to put it okay <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in charge of um, all of our official social media channels so LCMS on Facebook Twitter Instagram Pinterest, which we haven't done a whole lot there yet. Snapchat, which we have, but I haven't done anything with yet. You know, any any official LCMS social media presence, I'm in charge of putting the content out, uh, writing the copy for what goes up there, managing the community, the comments. Uh, that's where the herding cats and handling trolls part it comes in, is uh, making sure that things don't go too far afield, or sometimes watching what happens as they go too far in the field. I'm sure that yeah. happens very rarely, though, right? <laughs> oh, man, you, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Anytime we post, well, actually, you probably wouldn't be surprised. Um, the last couple of weeks, we've had a couple posts on the transgender bathroom issue. We've had some staff members post some articles from our leader blog, which is kind of our internal staff sharing, ministry leaders sharing their thoughts. It's not like a synodically approved, doctrinally reviewed kind of thing. It's just, here's our opinions, here's our thoughts. And we shared a couple of those on our page, and the trolls came out in force. Anytime we post something overtly conservative, uh, let's put it that way. So discussing homosexuality, transgender issues, abortion, uh, things like that, we tend to get a lot of people uh, yelling at us. Well, that's that's one way to put it. Well, and I, I've noticed that that uh, I mean, there's a lot of like former LCMS people that just kind of hang out, and it's it's kind of like it might not even have anything to do with the topic, but they've just decided that today is the day that they're going to. I mean, pe- yeah, I yeah, I've seen it, and <laughs> I, just wait till convention time. That'll be really interesting when the LCMS convention is going on, and. And you'll post something innocuous like, gathered for the opening worship service at the LCMS convention, and then there'll be like 800 comments, and it'll be all over the place. 
Have you had to like ban? Have you had to like ban people and cut and delete comments and all that kind of stuff, or is that fairly rare? Yeah, yet? yeah, we do, we we do that. Um, hiding comments is usually the first option that I'll go for. Um, that's nice. Facebook has different settings, so anytime somebody swears, uh, uses a particular curse word that's in a list that Facebook has, we've got it set to just automatically hide that comment. You know, nobody. And when a comment is hidden, uh, the person and their friends can see it, but nobody else can. So that kind wow. of wow. So that explains why I've been being censored lately. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I was going to talk to you about that, Mark. I figured we could do that off the air afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, since you're bringing it up now, don't send me to the Overlord's <laughs> dungeon. Uh, but I know. so you, yeah. but basically, even though you've got Instagram and and Snapchat and there's other, th I mean, it's really about Facebook and Twitter for the most part, isn't it? I mean, in terms of the well, Instagram is actually getting pretty significant for us too. We're putting out a lot of our pictures. We have a fantastic photojournalist on staff here. Eric Lunsford takes amazing pictures oh, and yes, tells wonderful does. stories about what we're doing. Yeah, and so we've been using Instagram to actually share some of those stories about what our church is doing around the world. And so uh, that's, I'm actually pretty excited about what we're doing there because you go look at our Instagram profile, it's like, oh, this looks really nice. This is cool. These are good pictures. They tell great stories. Uh, we started doing that in the last couple months especially. So, you know, if you're not following us on Instagram, go check it out because there's actually some really nice pictures there now. Yes, I haven't, I haven't moved into the Instagram. I haven't moved into the Instagram world yet. I am 49. I, I feel like I need to pace myself in my old age. <laughs> But basically, yeah, you are so the many new things we can teach you, right? <sighs> yes, but you you basically are the guy that gets paid to read all these comments, manage it, and uh, and to be not only proactive in terms of where the Senate is going with social media, but also reactive in terms of making sure you manage yeah. these things and. And being careful because everything I say, I'm saying as the LCMS, and that's a very uh, scary and heavy position to be in. So while I like to joke about how they pay me to be on Facebook all day, um, at the same time, that can, that's, that can be a pretty heavy weight. But if I post something, I'm posting as the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Uh, so I got to be careful what I say when I'm <laughs> posting. But, but given the... Given the influence of social media, um, you could almost say that you're pretty much kind of the most important person in the entire Senate. Is that is that a true statement? Well, it's part of that overlord <laughs> title that I'm growing into. So, <laughs> but uh, so you moved down from Chicago uh, and uh, the Chicago land, and I know that you are um, desperate to uh, to find better pizza in the St. Louis area. And, it is uh, so hard. Uh, <laughs> we and, all have crosses we have to bear, though. And many people know you as the the as the man behind uh, all the guts and the uh, editing and everything for the entire uh, worldview everlasting uh, kingdom. Yep, yep. And I, so, I, am, I am the edit monkey and executive director for so, worldview everlasting. So, so that's my other hat that I wear. So you wear quite a few hats, and uh, I imagine that's a little bit tough uh, in many ways because. Uh, when you're on your own, when you're when you're when you're um, responding like on Facebook as yourself, that's a different type of thing than responding as the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Have you caught yourself uh, saying something? Uh, you kind of 
though if anybody doesn't doesn't realize it uh, peter and i could just sit here and, and be sarcastic for the entire 25 minutes <laughs> but if you found yourself it's going really oops hard. we have to rein it in yes yes right? yeah. but but if you found yourself like like posting to the wrong place and under the wrong thing and going oops that was supposed to be for me or that was supposed to be for, have you done that kind of thing yet I have to be careful. I actually have uh, different uh, Google Chrome profiles for that, where on one profile I'm logged into my own Twitter and Instagram, and on the other I'm logged into the LCMS. On Facebook, it's all contextual. If I'm posting on the page, I post as the page. Anywhere else, I'm posting as myself. So I I haven't had that problem yet. I've come really – oh, I did post something on Instagram once. I think I accidentally put – it was okay. I put a personal, an LCMS picture on my personal profile, so that going that direction was okay. <laughs> sure. But I haven't, I haven't made the other mistake yet. I probably will. It's going to be that day that I have no coffee. You know, I completely <laughs> forget to have coffee, and I've been in five meetings, and I have to get something out real quick because nothing is posted to the page all day. Right. That's probably the time that I'll accidentally. It's the post most it in the for wrong those place. of you that that pay attention to social media in the Senate. The most potentially interesting and damaging times to watch for mistakes in social media might be around, I don't know, like eight to 10 uh, central standard time when, cause, you know, you need your coffee. This is, this is true. I, I've noticed that there is, you know, um, people always joke that I don't even know where my own cubicle is. And I have a cubicle. I, I honestly don't know where it is. Cause I'm never, I'm never there and I'm out and about and I'm traveling. I don't believe you. I think it's a myth. There's no Marcus cubicle here. But I think there is a growing espresso entire cubicle in the Synod's communications department. And and a lot of that is... is, We got a a full-blown coffee bar here, man. It's great. Well, anyways, well, we should probably get serious here. One of the reasons why I asked uh, Count Slayton to be on the program today is he wrote an article, I think this is the April uh, edition of uh, of the Lutheran Witness, How to Avoid Digital landmines and as you know that's the april edition college students live in this world um you can go back it's a it's a great read um really kind of uh really the question that started the article i thought this would be really worth talking to our college students and those that work with them a little bit because this is our world but the the question Mm -hmm. that kind of started your article how do i navigate social media and talk about my faith without making everyone angry um, what are some basic yeah. things that we gotta that we gotta keep in mind uh, when we engage people on social media so we don't risk uh, angering people too much? Yeah, I think the, there's a couple things that I would think of first. The first is: are, is your goal to have a productive conversation, to have a clear confession of faith, or is your goal? to win whatever discussion or argument you get into. Because um, I, I think starting off with those two things in mind can can really make the difference. I know for myself, my temptation is always to, I got to win. I got to have the last word. I got to be the one. Well, you are an overlord, so you have a reputation. I know. I got this thing. I got to uphold it. Uh, so, you know, there's there's face to be saved here. <laughs> um, but, but if we're talking about, I, I want to have a productive conversation. I want to be able to confess the faith clearly to my friends, family, those who are following me on Facebook. I need to be willing to let things go and to maybe not win the conversation. I think usually the times when I see something 
um, a thread, whether it's on the LCMS page, whether it's on my own personal page, a group I'm involved in, when something just goes completely bonkers, it's because somebody in there, whether it's me or somebody else, is trying to win, and they got to be right, and they just have to be. It's like uh, my my pride always gets the best of me. I mean, we got that uh, <laughs> sinful tendency um, within ourselves, but mm-hmm. uh, just really acts against us in that way. So I would say that's that's the first thing to consider. And that, that applies to anything. I mean, in this article, we're talking specifically about religion and politics, but I think when our goal is to win in any conversation, whatever the topic is, that's always, you always run the risk of derailing things and sending them off in a non-productive or even destructive direction. Well, and you can even not even attempt to do that and it can just be the comments um i mean some yeah. people don't even choose to reply you'll post something that you'll think is rather innocuous and and all of a sudden someone decides to comp maybe they're thinking about something from three weeks ago or or whatever they got some other axe to grind and now it's now it's you know a comment in your stat and you're like whoa i must i must <laughs> circle the wagons around my status update you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you're guaranteed. Anytime you post something on baptism on the LCMS Facebook page, okay, um, lifelong Lutherans will come out and disagree with you. No, uh, so uh, say know, it isn't yeah. so. Like you can post baptism saves, and this lifelong LCMS individual will pop on and say, "No, it doesn't. I've been in the LCMS for 50 years, for 60 years, and no, it doesn't. Jesus saves." And it's like, whoa. Wait a minute, we're just confessing what scripture says, what the catechism says. Sure. And it's we're not even making like a, a an antagonistic statement. We're just putting out this beautiful gospel. Baptism saves. Remember your baptism. You can your your faith is grounded in that. You can find comfort in that when everything is going wrong. We've uh, as we're recording this, yesterday I put out a Walther quote on baptism and it's all about basically when your life is falling apart you still know that you are baptized. God is the one who baptized you. He keeps you in the faith, and you can look back at that objective thing that he did to you and find comfort in that. And the threat has just exploded with a couple individuals who, I don't know, hate that. I don't know what word to use exactly, because you know, but they're promoting false doctrine and false theology in response to it. Um, so, like you said, I, I'm not even trying to start an argument, trying sure. to start a fight. I'm just simply posting a beautiful, gospel, comforting post, and and we're getting attacked. <laughs> well, you know, and it's it, in, a, in a lot of ways, social media just kind of mirrors real life. A pastor could be preaching a sermon, and he says something like that, and it, you know, it happens in real life too, and and. So in many ways, it's illustrative of, illustrative of real life with the exception that you have almost instantaneous opportunities for everybody to respond at once. And, uh, sure. So uh, and there's, there's, something, there's something to be said for this distance that people feel when they're communicating via a screen as opposed to face-to-face. Oh, sure. Um, there, there, is something, there is something to be said where maybe somebody might be more antagonistic, be a little more forward, be a little more of a jerk, because they don't have to face you as they say this to you. 
Um, so I think we do deal with that on social media as well. No, and, it's, you know, it's really easy to pop- about don't, don't read the comments ever. You know, that's like, like common yeah. thing. It's like, you went on the internet and read the comments. Well, it's your own fault. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the one hand, uh, I mean, it, it is, uh, it is much easier to pop off and to instantaneously, um, respond to something and not really think about it. Uh, because it's so easy, you're not you're not right in front of. I mean, we we say a lot of things on social media we would never say to anybody face to face. And yeah. uh, you know, I was an old I was an old teacher. I was a middle school teacher for three years, and and you know, we I don't remember much of my own college experience, but I do remember being taught kind of the old the old mom's tale of uh, you know count to ten <laughs> before you say anything or. I mean, most sure. of us instinctively know if I say this, it's going to it's going to be a commitment. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to say something, it's kind of like smoking a, a a very very big cigar. It's going to take you a couple of hours. You're going to spend time um, working through this if you go there and you know it in advance. And sometimes, you know, you got to kind of think through this before you actually hit send. I've actually found. That many times, if I feel the need to respond, I usually don't. I, I take the additional step of like making a note in my phone or making a little little word text document or something because it gives me a layer of 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 space between when I actually finish it and think on it when I post it. And I, I don't know if yeah. that's helpful or not, but I think a lot of times we get. It's easy to get in trouble in social media when you're not trying. It's even it's even easier. If, if you respond too quickly and too rashly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't know if it's in my Lutheran Witness article, but I also wrote an article about trolls online and how to respond to them. And that's, there is definitely a, a time and a place to just step away from the conversation. And that can be hard to do in social media. If you're in the middle of a Facebook or Twitter back and forth discussion, uh, there is that expectation of an immediate response and that if you don't respond within minutes you know people will pile on and say oh he doesn't care walked away or i won or whatever you know they'll 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 say oh i guess i won victory is mine he dropped out yeah yeah exactly but there is a there is definitely a place to just say i'm going to step away you don't have to post this like in the thread but just personally I'm going to step away. I'm going to drop this for a few hours. I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to think about something else entirely, and I'm going to come back to this later. And then feel free to say, look, when you come back, like I was getting really upset. I was getting very emotional. I really felt that I needed to step back for a minute and think about this before I responded because I didn't want to say something I was going to regret. Um, And that kind of openness and humility really works to your advantage um, in that conversation. I think that is a better confession, uh, uh, you know, to those who are watching than the immediate back and forth where, I know for myself at least, that's what ends up getting me riled up and getting me emotional is because I'm in it. And I, my wife has said, I think you thrive on Internet drama too much. Uh, and I think there's some truth to that, you know, that, that when the drama is happening, I get energized, but it's like, oh, I got to be in this. I got to, I got to win. That's usually what happens when I get energized. It's because I got to win. <laughs> sure. Uh, 
so it's just it's a recipe for disaster so yes stepping away if it's for a few minutes if it's for a few hours if it's i'm going to come back in a day and see where this has gone um, i think once again that goes back to the as long as i'm looking at this as how can i make a good confession as opposed to how can i win you have that freedom to step away and to walk away and i think ultimately people will respect that and there will be a noticeable difference in in your responses versus the responses of the person who's caught up in their emotions and can't step away from it. Sure. You begin to very quickly see, as an outsider reading the conversation, oh, yeah, why, this person is really getting worked up. They need to calm down. Um, that's that's what I think people begin to see when when we're able to step away and just say. Yep, I'm, I'm going to walk away because it's better for everybody. It's better for the faith, too. Sure. I, I think as we're talking about college students here, you know, you guys, as you're dealing with this, I don't know how many, you know, your professors are on Facebook that are, that are watching, your fellow students are on Facebook, but especially if you're in a secular university, I guarantee you, you're encountering posts that are antagonistic to you, and you probably are tempted to fire off an apologetics article like that, that passive aggressive post on Facebook where, you know, so your friend or your professor posts this anti-Christian tirade of some kind. And rather than like engaging them in a conversation, you have your own passive aggressive post that clearly speaks to that, but you're not actually like tagging them. You're not mentioning them, but you're hoping that they see it. As right. like a witness. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing, you know, it's, that's not necessarily the most helpful unless you can frame that in such a way where you're inviting conversation, where you're you're inviting that dialogue and that discussion, and you're not just like trying to give them a bloody nose with the perfect passive aggressive Facebook post. And you know that that's very helpful advice, and I, I've done that myself before. It's like, oh, I, I I'm trying to tweak somebody, and I hope they actually see this. <laughs> yeah. But then I can We've step back and that. say, I mean, oh, but I didn't mention you by name. But like, and then the other thing yeah, is, yeah. and we just got about three or four minutes here, but you gotta. Yeah, we could talk about this stuff forever. I got this long list of things I wanted to ask him. I have to have you back. Uh, I can I can always come back another yes. time. But uh, no, but um, whenever you you know everybody's on Facebook is just talking Facebook for now. Everybody's on this for different reasons. Uh, they pay attention at different levels and different rates, and mm-hmm. they have different interests. I mean. Young people have to be careful that, you know, I, I, when I was at the University of Wyoming, that the, the football staff used to force all of their players as a, you know, to be on the team and remain on scholarship that they had to, to, to uh, friend all of the coaches. So that even if you didn't have a Facebook page, you had to have a Facebook page so that they could follow what you're doing. I mean, the point mm-hmm. is you got, I mean, people, I mean, future employers, research these yeah. things you go in the, and, and they're not necessarily being trolls they're not replying but just because people don't like or comment doesn't mean they're not paying attention and in reality in many ways oh, like, yeah. you're building a narrative about who you are and what's important to you and so i people need to take this perhaps a little bit more seriously and realize that anything that you post can or will be used against you and not that you shouldn't post things about your faith or politics but you need to count the cost a little bit don't you Yes. I mean, on a regular basis, when people comment on the LCMS page and they're kind of a little bit trollish, 
I will go to their Facebook page and try and learn a little bit about this person. You know, my goal is usually, okay, where are they coming from? What's their background? How should I respond? Should I respond? Is this even something I should do? Um, I have a background as a recruiter and that was always one of the first things I did. You know, I'm recruiting somebody like I got their name. All right. I'm going to go look them up on Facebook, look them up on Twitter. Do they have a blog? Find them on LinkedIn. What are they saying? How are they talking about things? Um, especially, you know, I was a missionary recruiter for a while, so I want to see, okay, how do they talk about their faith? If I'm going to be recruiting them to become a missionary out there on, like, the front lines of Christianity, uh, if you will, or, you know, they're going to be a pastor, they're interested in being a pastor, and I'm talking with them in, in, you know, World the Everlasting Group about that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll go look and see, okay, well, what do they talk about? How do they express themselves? What things are important to them? Uh, Are there things that are inconsistent with with their uh, profession, with their their desires, with their goals? Um, You know, somebody who wants to be a missionary but is frequently posting about how they went out and got drunk and trashed and they're laughing about it. It's like, hey, you know, this this doesn't quite fit. And employers do look at that stuff and they will take that into consideration um, as they're balancing you with other candidates who are equally qualified, who've got great experience as well, but they're not celebrating how they're getting trashed on weekends. Yeah. Well, so the point is be be careful (laughs) boys and girls. And I hate to cut off the conversation. I got time limits here, but Hey, we're we're all glad that you are our overlord for social media in the Senate. You're doing (gasps) it. Great job. We'll have you on maybe to, down. I try to be a benevolent overlord as much as possible. <laughs> we will try to have you on down the line. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Counselor. Thank, thank you. Good to be here. Bye. Well, that's all we have time for here in the Student Union. Thanks for being with us. Check out all the archives at kfuo.org. And remember, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help.